G'day everyone and welcome to a new episode of The End of the Real. This week we are doing Jiggly, Giggly, 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 like really Jared, he tells you multiple times throughout the film how to pronounce it properly. It's a dog shit movie about lesbians, I think. I don't know, it's about lesbians it is, and Happy Jack. It is a terrible romance film with some sort of weak gangster plot attached to it. Actually, can I can we just say too, this might be one of the most offensive movies if you like either you disabled know, or a lesbian or a man or possibly a man. Yeah, males, females, or if lesbians. If you were uh, I don't know, some sort of gangster, I'd be insulted by this film. <laughs> yeah, so just just like a heads up like Whoa, this movie is pretty insulting on like so many levels because it's just done so poorly. Yeah, I mean, just as a film, it's terrible. It's, yeah. It feels like a bad ripoff of a Quentin Tarantino sort of movie where. Mm. I mean. It feels like a really bad ripoff for Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, That's the problem. yeah, yeah. It's sort of, uh, it's got the sort of gangster feel to it with uh, someone who wants to write Quentin Tarantino level of dialogue but can't. I think it was at the. It's got some people trying to act tough but just coming across as stupid. Well, it's. I think it's kind of at the tail end of the late '90s gangster movies, which like uh, the late '90s gangsters, which were inspired by Tarantino. Let's yeah. put it there. So it's that Tarantino, like quick, smart, like it's not. It doesn't have to be all blood and guts. It's, so it's not the early. It's not. It's there not. There is no casino. violence in this film at all. Yeah, oh, wait, no, but it's not. Yeah, going actually, for that. there's there's one really violent bit that just out of nowhere. It feels like it's out of place. Totally out of place. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, it's trying to be more of a Tarantino. It's not trying to be a casino movie. It uh, ends or... up just being maybe, like, six different set pieces with monologues for each actor. It's terrible. Did they? An actor will come in, monologue, and then never be seen again. It's really bad. It's basically just the entire movie is just monologues. I think, uh, okay, so there's uh, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, and uh, the guy playing Brian, the mentally disabled guy. Apart from them, there's only three other actors. And they're in one scene each, and then they leave. There's no. There's one other actor who appears. More oh, than once. the other two-bit gangster. Yeah. So the other gangster is pretty much the only one who appears more than once. Mm. Oh my god, is that it? Yeah. Wow. For a two-hour film, it's a bit much. And you would think that this film will be something about the gangsters, their plot, and what's happening, and you, because you hear, okay, look, very basic the. The core plot of the main story, or what you think is the main story, is this, okay? They go and abduct a mentally handicapped man because his brother is a senator or some judge. A state prosecutor. Cool. A federal prosecutor. So his brother's a... And there's someone who's on trial who they're trying to, like, you know, this is how they're going to blackmail the guy. find out later it's Al Pacino. Yeah. (laughs) Why is the actor? I don't know who the... I don't know know his actual name. Anyway, so... I don't know any of their names apart from Larry and Ricky. So you would, you know, summarize, you would expect that perhaps the movie will be about this. It is not. Yeah. It is not. No. Okay, so here's one of the problems with the film. Pretty uh, much Brian is, a, is like a background object almost. Larry goes to... Uh, right from the first moment we meet Larry, he's stuffing this guy into a... Uh, a, a washing dryer. machine to get money off him. A dryer, not and, a washing machine. A dryer, whatever. And the guy's like, oh, look, I'll just give you half the money. Yeah. And uh, Larry just goes, okay. Larry is the weakest, most pathetic gangster I've ever seen. At no point throughout the film did I think anyone was in danger from him. 
And when Ricky, uh, Jennifer Lopez's character, turns up later, I didn't feel that she was in any way threatening either. These are the two most unthreatening gangsters I've ever seen. That's pretty much a problem too. That That is a huge problem with the film when they've abducted someone and like a lot of the drama is like, oh, are they going to end up having to hurt poor Brian? It's like, no, no, because uh, uh, Gili immediately starts treating him like he's like an annoying younger brother and Jennifer Lopez immediately starts babying him. And the other problem too is that the stakes in this film are extremely low. Like we don't at any point have any fear that something's going to go wrong for them yeah. because basically we don't even know what's going on well, for about 90% of the film. Here's how weak the stakes are for the two characters, right? At any point they could walk out the door and leave. They could let Brian leave, right? After they'd abducted him. He, he wouldn't care. He mm. likes them. He wants to hang out with them. And you know how weak it is? At the end, that's basically what happens. They just leave. They drop Ricky off at the beach and just drive off. So that's the problem is that the main, well, what you'd think is like the main plot is like not. It's just kind of a background thing. It's got no stakes at all. Like you don't even learn about it until two random scenes, which don't matter. Yeah, they don't matter. And they are both just people where Christopher Walken comes in and just says random shit. And Hilarious Al Pacino. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and the other one's Al Pacino. From. The other yeah. one's Al Pacino just talking random shit and then this result. Yep. Like, the rest of the film is the, the romance between well, the two characters. Romance, more like. They dude, have no chemistry together. It is it's the, shocking. This movie, I, I mean, I can't speak for them, but it's like, I would imagine that this movie, if you're a lesbian, you probably don't like this movie. She's Maybe. a lesbian, eventually. He wins her over and they sleep together, but he does it by mostly whinging and being kind of a bitch, honestly. Kind of, well, the- at, at one point, he has a breakdown. He's like, I just hate it. I'm the bull and you're a woman and you're like the cow and the penis is the best thing ever. Why don't you like the penis? It felt like a whole movie where it's just trying to say like, yeah, the lesbians, you mean like women get with women and everything, but really they want the penis. What was the whole they thing want the penis, right? Mom. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the same. She actually says the line, which is like, oh, oh yeah, like you just haven't re- met the right man and stuff. It's just really yeah. a lot of things like that. And I'm just like, wow. And then you find out this movie, by the way, it's written, directed by the same, it's written and directed by and produced almost it's mm. like by the same guy. So he wrote it all. It's, it's the most dude, it's the most like man rights female lines Very ever. Cringy stuff. It's so cringy. But not only is it man rights female lines, for her to fall in love, but it's man rights, female lines for lesbians. And he definitely... For lesbian gangster. He probably doesn't have the best insight into how they think. Or how anyone thinks, apparently. No, lesbians, males, females, no one, you know. <sighs> That's why I'm just, boy, this movie. It is a giant mess. It is, But it it's just so cringy to see that it's the best example of like yeah this guy doesn't know what he's writing about he thinks he does though he thinks he knows about it feels like it's almost written like a student film where they're trying to make it cool and everything but he's like an actual director he'd he'd written some movies like he gets al pacino in because i think it was in scent of a woman yeah like this guy had a big career and then he wrote and directed his own film and I don't think he's been let near a movie set it, since. It actually killed him. Yeah. It killed its, his career. He has like uh, interviews where he's like, yeah, this killed my career. I would love to do more films, but no one wants to because this failed everywhere. And mm. this failed in every regard. Yeah. Because it's not exactly a fun movie to watch, like at all. It's not fun. I didn't find it it's, fun. It's grisly. Yeah. It's in just a rough. Horrible way. 
and it's kind of boring because nearly the whole film is just Ben Affleck pining over this woman and desperately trying to be like, I know you're a lesbian, but I just don't get why you wouldn't fuck me. And her kind of being into it. Well, then she just switches and she's not a lesbian anymore because obviously yeah. Ben Affleck has that amazing straight dick, you know, I mean, and when I say that, it turned her just straight apparently or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's is, how it works. There, I think halfway through the film, as she's doing yoga, because she, despite not wanting to get him interested in her, she insists on sleeping in the same bed and doing yoga in front of him while he just stands there and watches him. Well, her. also at the same time, quoting her poetry about uh, vaginas and how they have to be. Well, no, that was in response to his talk about how great the penis is. He has like a 10 minute monologue about how penises are like. They're good, yeah, because they're like they're progress. I mean, they, they go could... into things. Look, they can just sleep in the same bed without having to fuck each other and stuff, right? But yeah, this movie is just not great. <laughs> it's just not great. All right, it's it's not a movie that's very on the ball. So yeah, let's get to the movie. So... Larry is. Like the lowest tier of gangster imaginable. For mm. some reason in Los Angeles, which didn't make sense because I thought they were like they had New York accents and they were acting like they were from New York or something. I don't know. He gets told to kidnap this guy. There's no violence. He just walks into the school, we, we picks cut him into... up and tells him, Hey, no. let's go see B Watch. It's not a school, he was in like a retirement home sort of thing. It was a home. Oh, okay. But but that's the thing. This is what we mean by like the how side plotty this is. It doesn't show him like walking in, being like, "Oh yeah, I'm his brother" I've or got something a sneak like past that. Security. Nothing. He's literally just shown in. It it no, it shows us him suddenly just sitting at the de- table with him, being like, "Hey, Benny or Brian, 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 you're coming with me." And Brian goes, "Okay." Are we going to see Baywatch? I want to see Baywatch. Oh yeah, he's very simple jacked, by the way. He it's very strange because he keeps going on about Baywatch, and it's clear that he's got some sexual thing to do about it because he keeps talking about how it's like. He watches the women on Baywatch mm. and it makes his penis sneeze. And there's whole bits where it's like, when my penis <sighs> sneeze, I say, God bless you. God bless you, penis. It's terrible. That's so weird. That's dialogue from that the film. That is so weird. It's uh, God, bless, God bless you, penis. Yeah. That's so weird. It's just like, what was he thinking well, when he wrote this? Well, you learn that as uh, about halfway through the film, Gili and... Uh, Ricky get the orders to cut his thumb off and send it to the prosecutor. Which I never worry. Obviously, about. they're never going to do that. Like they straight away, they're like, "No, we're not doing that." Well, we, yeah. But they happen to be at a hospital for reasons we'll get and I into. Wanna, yeah, I want uh, to jump and, to that. Um, yeah, Julie just ends up cutting the thumb off this dude while uh, Brian, the disabled guy, is like talking about his penis sneezing and then starts singing about big butts, which. It sounds bad it enough. Should, it, it sounds like it's very trying very hard to be funny, but it's not. It, it, it just It's just really weird. This sounds bad enough as it is from what we've just told you. But now can we talk about what leads up to the scene of this? Because Why were they in This hospital? is like, this is that one of those like mind fucks where you're like, wow, they weren't thinking about how you go from one scene to another scene. No. Like at all. Also, we basically only spent like, this is why it's fine to talk about. It, this movie so out of order because there's it doesn't matter because there's no story. So they let's... pick up the disabled guy. They he turns her from being a lesbian. Yeah, but he... they hook up and then they leave. Oh no, I'm just saying like location wise, it's like eighty percent of it is his apartment. Yep. Um, and then there's like his mum's place where his mum 
does he, her scene, the hospital where they do the hospital scene, Al Pacino's place, and the beach. And a cafe. And a cafe that they go to. So, like, it does... Look, the order really doesn't matter apart from the fact... $75 million this film cost. Yeah. That, I don't know where the money went. The fuck? It must have gone to the actors. Yeah. That is well, crazy. $75 million. It only made $7 million back. Wow. Yeah. And honestly, um, I'm surprised it got that high. Okay. So, that is way worse than... You know, it's probably higher. I'm sure it was... I, I haven't checked... That I, is I checked crazy. Wow. All right. Oh, you know what else, too? You know uh, Ben Affleck and... Jennifer uh, Lopez. They were dating at the time. Yeah, but apparently, like, people cite that this movie is the reason they broke up. Because they must have watched it, realized they didn't belong together, and just never... Just broke up. Yeah, except that he went on to the set of Daredevil, the next one, which is probably a film we should do, actually. Also a bad film. We should probably do that film. Better than this. Yeah, and then he fell in love with someone, and but... Isn't there Jennifer Gardner in that? I, didn't he like... Isn't this the reason why she was in this film? Was because he was doing it and then... I think originally the film was meant to be more uh, gangstery, but then they booked Jennifer Lopez and uh, Ben Affleck when they were dating, so it became a Benefer movie. Yeah, so... Which was a terrible idea. Anyway, let's just say... So he's got her... He's got the dude, Brian, at his place. Jennifer Lopez turns up pretty much. They're fine. They just spend some time doing nothing. They go to a cafe. Yeah, she is also another gangster who's been sent to watch the uh, Brian. Like, they go to a cafe, and at the cafe, they're like... She drops some... some really cringy dialogue. Oh, yeah. So there's some dudes who are listening to music, so they go over and and she's like, oh, I do conquan Poirou, and I can, like destroy your brain by touching your neck and yeah that that's just where it cringe. came across as it's trying to be quentin tarantino like yeah. i can imagine it he wanted it to sound like in kill bill when she's talking about like the five finger death punch sort yep. of thing it's that sort of thing except it's just really bad like i expected the kids to start laughing at her yeah and uh larry geely is such a weak guy Right, that the kids, he's young at the kids at the start and they just laugh at him. They're, they're laughing at this full-grown man and it takes the one foot shorter than him woman to come over and tell him to stop. But it's all crap. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's all crap. And then we go back and then we go to the mum's place and when we're at the mum's place, that was so weird. He just goes to his mum's house because it's like, oh, yeah, this they're, is... They're dragging this kidnap victim that all the police yeah. are apparently looking for. And they're just like, oh, my mum called. She needs someone to give her an inje- yeah. insulin injection. This is why it sounds so weird doing the review of this because normally we would have like why they go to the mum's place yeah, or like random shit just happens. It's just like it's literally just these two people taking care of this kid for like not kid but taking care of this guy for like three days. Yeah, and it's just a normal day events. Like they went to the cafe, they went home, they go to the mum's place because she needs an insulin injection. And the mum's all like, yes, put your insulin in my asshole. So, like, oh. we have her butt shown and everything. And we're like, okay. And, and of course, then she meets uh, Jennifer Lopez. And yeah. she's like, oh, my son, he's finally done something good in his life. But she's a real looker. Then she finds out she's a lesbian. And she's like, well, you know, before I had uh, Julie here, I used to play around. Yeah, you just need to find the right man. Yeah, some men just, just like, uh, they're just I was I was like is she hitting on her? Dude, I don't know. Because later on uh where they go to send the fake thumb, she just starts eyeing up the girl who's like serving them. And Julie like has a breakdown and is like, "Oh, she lesbian too. They're lesbians everywhere." I hate him. 
His attitude attitude about just being turned down. He's this male chauvinist who is just... But but he's not not a He's not a tough gangster. Like, she's laughing. The first time they sleep together in the same bed, not having sex. Oh, okay. Uh... He he sta- he goes into his bathroom and he like literally psychs himself up for half an hour and she's like lying oh, yeah. in bed laughing I'm the bull. at him. I'm the bull. Yeah, I'm the bull and I'm going to give it to the cow. That's fucked. And it's, then she, I think she hears and she's, and she's like... she's just laughing at him. She's like, I'm the bull and you're the cow. And it's like, I don't know what's going... I think we, we talked about it at the end. The only way the movie could have worked and been good I don't is like... if it turned out that she convinced him to be like a... Like, Subby. Maybe he was like uh, a lot more feminine than he really was. Maybe he was gay, and just like what? massively How does that make sense? How would he become gay? No, what was it? No, no, that he was that he wasn't becoming gay. That he was like in the closet just because of how overcompensating he was. Oh. And but I, then, how would having sex with a woman change that? Yeah, but he doesn't really want to. When she finally says, "Yeah, let's have sex," he's like, "Huh? I don't know." Look, huh? I just don't like the fact that he gets. Like, the whole way through, he's being such a little conniving bitch. He's such an asshole to her. <laughs> he's, like, like she said she's no. She's, too. like, she's I know weird. she's weird. But at the same time, at least she's like, yeah, I don't want to have sex with you. And he's like, but he's, he is such Why a not? whiny. Like, you know, I, I hate me for saying, but he's got, like, no game. He's always, yeah. like. No, he really is like, um, women should just have sex with me. This is so unfair. And then he just whines the entire movie about not getting anything. And then she just randomly is like, yeah, I have sex with you now. Yeah. So I'll, I can't even remember what prompts them to have sex. It's after the hospital. It the I think it's day. after the hospital they just have sex. It's just because she's like, <sighs> she just goes, gobble, gobble, knee penis. Well, what re- I think what really kicks it off is... Um, so we get the, the girlfriend coming over? Yeah. All right. So the girlfriend comes over... So the girlfriend's been staking her out. Stalking her. Yeah, I just yeah. I've been staking out the place. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Um <laughs> uh, and the girlfriend comes in and the girlfriend's just like, Oh, this is your your boy or whatever, I don't know. And she's all pissed off because she thinks that what oh yeah, and it turns out they're not actually girlfriends right now. Like she's like, No, I broke up with you. I don't know if they were broken up or they were taking a she, break or something. I think she told but, her but, she doesn't uh, want yeah, her. Yeah, Ricky's girlfriend thinks she's cheating on her, mm. which she basically. No, is. no, no, Ricky. I'm pretty sure is saying. This like, is, I guess, this is before they've had sex. No, I'm pretty sure Ricky's saying that they are broken up. Yeah. Okay. So it's like this girlfriend is, or this ex is, like not mentally like she's got some problems. Oh, she comes in, she starts going off at. Uh, because this is the only time I felt bad for Julie because it's like his apartment has just become a stomping ground for weirdos. Oh, yeah, people just and walk in. And then this in. chick comes in, starts screaming at him for sleeping with his girlfriend, which is very upset that this he's is, not. This is the only time where he's like, no, I'm not sleeping with her. And she goes, oh, what did she say? Oh, you don't want, uh, you won't give me your attention? I'm just going to kill myself. And they're like, don't be overdramatic. She just walks over, gets a knife and goes, ha, look at this. And just starts slashing herself. No, she like slits her wrists downwards. No, no, it's crossed. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then she holds it up and say, see, now you have to pay attention to me. It was pretty bad. That's why they end up going to the hospital. How funny was that? It was, it was one of the weird scenes. It was one of the weird scenes that came out of nowhere, happened and then was never you brought up again. You didn't find that hilarious? After the girlfriend is dropped off at the hospital, they I never thought, mention it again. I thought that and was meant Ricky to be hilarious. Suddenly starts going, "Well, I guess I can have sex with you now." Was that, that meant to be? My was he? Was that like 
That wasn't meant this, to be funny. I know, I know. I'm just like It saying, was funny. But it's so out of place. Especially when really, Brian I, looks I across and goes, uh-oh. I, I didn't find it funny. I was just more like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this movie just takes, like, it's meant to be, it's this dumb comedy. I'm not even saying it's funny, but that's what it's meant to be, is like this dumb rom-com. I don't think it's meant to be a comedy. It is. It's a rom-com comedy so. and uh, and uh I think it was originally crime. meant to be darker and they... They did decided not. it went funny. No, because that's the thing. It's like that's not a funny scene. None of it's funny. Like I no, think none of it's what is it? None of it there's no drama. I mean it's just shitty dialogue between the two characters. You can make like someone's head exploding in a movie funny and stuff like yeah. that. But like this isn't this is just so and she's just like, see, now you have to take me to the hospital. They just take it's her to the hospital. It's funny because of how ridiculous she it was is. she was their reason for them going to the hospital. Yeah. Right? So they go to the hospital and then they just never see her again. But that's the thing too. It's like you've just seen a scene of someone like trying to kill themselves. Hey, your ex girlfriend uh, bled all over my floor. What do you want to do? Well, I think it's time for you to go downstairs. Turkey time. No, not even that. I'm just saying like gobble gobble. They're like uh. that's the reason for being at the hospital, and then they're like, oh, we could get a finger here. And this is another scene where you're expecting them to like dress up as a nurse or like sneak in. No, no, he just walks into the cold room, cuts someone's finger off. And but maybe you're like, oh, he does it in an awkward way. I or, love I, I just think say, he does do it. One thing I do knife. like is later on, Al Pacino turns up and is like, how are you so fucking stupid that you just think you'd cut someone else's finger off and they wouldn't notice yeah. that it was like of some dead guy but who doesn't even have the same fingerprints? It's like... And they cut off the wrong finger. But it's it's something like, I just don't get why they couldn't, if this is meant to be a comedy, why they didn't make it funny. Like, you know, Tammy I and the T-Rex? I don't think they thought it, it is. was a comedy. It says it's a comedy in it. I think that was them. No, it, that it's was meant like, to be a comedy. It, no, I think that was sort of a, a room thing where he saw uh. people laughing and went, ah, it's a comedy. Well, you know Tammy and the T-Rex? Yes. Right. Better film than this. Much better film They than have this. a scene where they go to the morgue to pick out a dead body. Yeah, and that's like one of the best bits. They have film. to sneak in. They have to be like, oh, look at this boy. Look at this. That was kind of funny. This isn't funny. No. And they just go in. They Again, everything's just so that's bland. It's not a comedy. It's so bland. It just does it. So one of the weirder early bits after Ricky and Julie start hanging out in the apartment with Brian, um, Christopher Walken comes in. He's, fresh. You know what he's fresh off the set? What? Pulp Fiction. He's still got a lot of good energy with him. Like... The guest actors are the best bits, but it's still not good. Like yeah, because... The dialogue's terrible. But the way he delivers his lines and what he says is just so strange because he walks in and immediately he's like, Julie, you're a complete fuck-up, the kind of guy who'd, like, kidnap a disabled guy. Was it you? I'm pretty sure it was you. I'm not going to investigate. Also, none of the police are even in the state. They all think he's been abducted by a bear or something. And then he starts going about, oh... You know what I want to do? Go down to Mama Callyard's. Mmm, get myself a pie. Put some ice cream on your head. You'll beat your brains out trying to lick it off. Yeah, well, something that, like that. You, you're gonna, you're gonna like. You, he says it. You put so the great. ice cream on your head, and then you're gonna get your tongue, and you're gonna beat your brains <laughs> out trying to get to the ice cream on your head. And, and then just he like, just leaves, and it's never brought up again. Never brought up again. That's what it is. A character is introduced. They do a monologue. They leave. Yeah. That's that's oh my god! So we also then go to let's just go to Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino has arrived, and he's like, "Why did you kidnap this guy? 
I was going to beat the charges anyway. Oh, yes. You're I, all incompetent idiots. You know what? His one makes more sense, but it's still like, it's just him. You know, he's got the worst thing because he has a monologue of trying to explain the entire story. He also has to come in in the last 15 minutes yeah. of the film and be a tough guy. So it's not Al Pacino's fault because he still delivers no, 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 well. No, no, no. But like... I mean, even Ben Affleck, I've seen him in good films. Really, I've seen him be good. Yeah. Like, but it's a touch-up job that uh, ben, uh, Al Pacino is doing. He's coming in and he's try- he, his entire character is to explain the entire movie in like five minutes. And then he just disappears and never comes back again. Yep. He kills the only other character we've seen who's Jillian, uh, Ricky's boss. Yeah. And then disappears. He, j- he basically just turns up, talks about how, what, it, that it, you get that tarantino sort of dialogue where he's like, you know what a real tough guy is? Real tough guy is this guy who's like, oh, he's, he's just got nothing to lose. So, I, he can do anything. And then he uh, kills the guy, is about to kill them, doesn't. Because, because they, they say they're going to do some other plan, but they never follow through because, of course, they're not going to do it. Because, of course, they've got nothing to lose. They just leave. Yeah. Why would they do? Why would they stick around for this shit show? It's turkey time, gobble, gobble. I think they have sex soon. No, they've, they've already had sex. They had sex? Oh, yeah. So one of the greatest lines that is delivered in cinematic We've history. said it a few times. It's turkey time, gobble, gobble. Well, no, she goes, it's turkey time. Clearly wanting for him to go down on her. And he's just sitting there going, huh? What do you mean? What is sex? How do you do it? And she's like, you know what I want you to do, huh? Gobble, gobble. Oh. She also has like a few other monologues about being a lesbian. Or no, or about vaginas. I think she is. And that's he had his monologues about What's the the first thing you do when you you meet someone? You, You kiss them. And you kiss them because... The lips look like a vagina. Yeah, anyway. Uh, she also does... This movie also <laughs> falls for that fucking massive trope of, like, quoting a famous uh, poem or something like yeah. that. I love this. I've, I've been able to pick this in so many bad movies, in particular bad movies. Well, it's they not just... Uh, she, oh, she, like, has well, she some does, cringy quotes from Sun Tzu. Yeah. But also... Uh, but it's so... Cr- why do they always do this, like, pseudo-intelligent thing where well, they're like... A- they're, quote Romeo. So they're boss, right? He's going through this whole thing. He's like, oh, do you know what exorciate means? It's like, no. It's like, oh, it means I'm going to skin you alive. It's like, I'm learning a word a day. I'm reading the dictionary. So the whole way through is like dropping words and then explaining what they are. It's just Yeah, but terrible. her doing the Sun Tzu is like so cringy as well. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we get it. You're super smart. Look at you. You read poetry or you, you read this ancient book. Oh, you're so smart. I don't care. Anyway. You suck. Al Pacino kills their boss. They decide to run. They're like, what do we do? Well, they just run away. We'll just drop Brian off at the beach. He wanted to go to Baywatch. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So we have a few scenes multiple times where he's like, I want to go to he Baywatch. He loves Baywatch because I that's where the hot women are. The Baywatch. He also has a thing for uh, Australian women. Yeah. Which I hate because we hear him on the phone is, Melbourne's going to be. Yeah, he calls oh. like the weather service in Australia. Yeah, and just listens to it. But also, uh, our main character at one point tries to trick Brian by talking on a torch, saying that Baywatch, oh, Baywatch, Baywatch is on. Oh, Baywatch is closed, and he pulls out a torch out of his car, right? Yeah. And he's talking to it, but he's got a mobile phone, right? Why didn't he just pretend to get a call on his mobile phone? Why did he get a torch? I don't know. Because he, after he does his torch call, he gets out his actual phone to call people. So, of course, in the end. 
they actually do drive past. I don't know if it's Baywatch or it's just some beach movie. And I think they're trying to do an entire... The end drags on no, for no, a good 20 minutes. I think, too, by the again, way. I think Brian was just forgotten in this movie because I think his whole character was meant to become more of like a brother with him. I think he was meant to like pull them together, maybe. Yeah, but or, they, or like, but that also yeah. they were meant to help him because his whole thing is like, I want to get a woman so I can sneeze on her with my penis. But... It's really terrible, but that's anyway, basically what happens. At the so end. then, of course, like right at the end, uh, we got what's his name going to him. Me, Brian, you can sneeze on as many women as you want with it. Well, anyway, if you want to like, be a man, you got to be a bull. You got to go out and you got to grab the women. You got to yeah. be tough. So he, they drop him off at this beach movie. They just drop him off at the beach. Yeah. Oh, they call up the senator being like, oh, I believe he's here. Um, but yeah, they drop him off the beach and he goes on. And of course, because it's a movie which sucks. Instantly, a girl. In yeah, the, they they mistake he, him as an extra, and he gets pulled. How the could dancing. he be mistaken as an extra? I know everyone's there in bikinis and stuff, and he's wearing this full-on hoodie and stuff. He's wearing a hoodie with like tracksuit pants, but or of cargo course, pants. he gets paired up with the Australian girl. She's, All right, mate. How you doing down here? Everyone in LA? gets a happy ending, and then for some reason, Julie gave Ricky his car and told her to just drive off. Yeah, I think he's gonna hand himself in. I have no idea what he's doing because the police aren't even looking for him. Police, um, well, they're only looking for him once he calls them. Yeah. Uh, Ricky comes back to pick him up. Surprise. Were you shocked? Yeah. Were you shocked by I that? I didn't understand why they, she why drove did off in the they, first Yeah, why place. did they even do that? She picks him up, of course, and he's like, well, does this mean you like women? And he's like, well, uh, I like you like men. He's like, well, maybe you're okay. And they drive off together. Ah, uh, I don't know. The whole film is like a two-hour-long hot mess. It's just, it's really hard. It's way worse than we made it out because you really don't understand. We have like multiple scenes. Yeah, this this review is only going to be like half an hour, forty minutes. Yeah, because but nearly the movie, nearly all of this movie goes for like two hours. Yeah, but seriously, eighty five percent of more, ninety percent of this movie is them staring at each other and then monologuing about how they kind of want to bang each other, but she's a lesbian, so she can't. Yeah, and that's. Like that gets repeated multiple times, and she does. <sighs> she does the Sun Tzu one. She does the lesbian lips, or just lips thing, the penis thing. People the other... keep calling them up to call them idiots. Multiple people call these guys boring. idiots. It's such a boring film. It's not a good film. I wasn't as bored, but I was like horrified. I was, what was going on. I was really the only reason I could make it through this film was because we were on a group chat and there was like five of us watching it. Yeah, and everyone was like, all we did was talk shit on it. <laughs> That's the only way you That's can the, get through yeah, this film. Yeah. Watch this with friends and just because even though it's talk got, through it, it's got those funny moments. You'll be like, wow, this is a long movie, and they really are just monologuing. Like, yeah. there's not back to forth. It's monologue for like a few minutes long. And then the other person monologues. It's, it's just not bad. They're not, they don't talk. Yeah, no one talks to each other. There'll be like a 10-minute speech from one guy. Then I'll go to, the, to Ricky. She'll do her 10-minute speech. And then Brian will interrupt wanting food. Yeah, that's I'm, just, I'm just looking, but that's it. That's the movie, folks. So that's Jiggly Giggly. Oh, yeah, no one can get his name right in the yeah, movie. That's they like make that the as first joke. red flag is like if... You have to explain multiple times throughout the film how just to pronounce the guy's name. Maybe that shouldn't be the title of your film. Yeah. Look, mm, yeah. Okay. Maybe, okay, that's like a nitpicky thing, but Gili is Gili. just a terrible name. Gili. We should just do Daredevil. Just do all the bad Ben Afflecks. Daredevil is entertaining. He's got that dead shot guy in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great, actually. We could, do, we could do Daredevil, and then we could do 
Oh, uh, that one with the green man, the green lantern. Oh, that's a fun film. Is it? It just looks like crappy CGI from oh, the yeah, early it's 2000s. Oh, yeah, CGI the whole way through. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I know I was saying oh, that. by the way, Julie. I know I was saying Julie was like the late 90s stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's like 2003. No, God. Like, that's the thing. It's, it's the fact that it's made about that sort of like it's it's trying to do that theme it's a bit late to the party as well mm. which doesn't help it that it's just not it's just not the most popular thing yeah at well the time. It, it got actually like, I savaged if, like, when it came out like everyone was saying it was shit i wonder if like mr and mr smith because that's what it kind of feels like is like that sort of thing well you know this, this movie's never gotten like uh it's not like the room or anything where there's like watch parties for it or anything people don't want to watch this movie it's not fun what are you I'm doing? just looking up when it came out. Sorry, 2003. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mrs. And Mrs. Smith was actually afterwards. Anyway, that's the movie. I hope you folks enjoyed it. If you did, you know, pass this around to. I don't know. So, would you recommend this? Movie I don't know who to suggest this podcast episode to. Would I recommend this movie? No, it's pretty boring. Would you? No. I would say look up some like movie clips, but. No, it's a it's a boring movie. Don't waste your time. Watch something else. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Thanks for listening to The End of the Reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good, bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye.